Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Wasn't that long ago, if you would have said ride and share, you would have said, what? What's ride and share? Well, it's a big part of our transportation network here and around the country. And there is a proposed ordinance in the city of Minneapolis that would boost the pay of ride share drivers and representing Ward 2, member of the Minneapolis City Council, uh, Robin Wansley joining us on the line. Uh, we, we certainly do appreciate your time. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, Rideshare, relatively new concept. I've used it uh, particularly uh, when traveling. It's, it's invaluable. It's an important part of our transportation mm-hmm. network, and there's a brand-new ordinance to make sure that, that the drivers uh, are properly compensated. Yes, yes. Um, as you met, mentioned, you know, there was a world before Uber and Lyft where you yeah. probably took a taxi to where yeah. you needed to go. Um, but, you know, in the wake of Uber and Lyft entering into the market um, here in Minneapolis about five years or less, ago, um, we saw the taxi cab industry destroyed. And as a result of that, we had drivers constantly coming up to City Hall as early as last year, September of last year, saying, we need you all to support us, ensure that we're getting necessary worker protections, like minimum compensation. Um, And they've kept organizing and have kept, you know, asking elected officials to support them in having those basic, you know, worker protections here at the city level and state level. Um, and this January, I'm, I'm proud to have led the council to meet that call um, to introduce this ordinance that gives them that minimum compensation that gets them to the floor where we've already passed, the $15 minimum wage. And I felt very grateful to be part of that fight um, and other necessary worker protections. Um, and hopefully, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this overwhelmingly passing council this Thursday. Um it's a process that has been supported by the drivers, by city staff, um, by the public at large. Um, and here's a way for our, our city to actually live up to those worker rights and worker-friendly values that um, I'm very proud that our city has, you know, really deeply grounded itself in um, over the past decade. I understand there was a proposal uh, at the legislature to address this, and it was tabled, if you will, and it's going to be studied, may come up again in in 2024. Um, do you, 
is it important that Minneapolis acts now? Absolutely. Minneapolis has always been a trailblazer for the state when it's come to workers' rights. Um, I like to reference the fact that, you know, in 2017, if Minneapolis had not took the step, and specifically city council, uh, to pass uh, the 15 minimum wage and earn sick and safe time, we wouldn't see some of the robust, you know, worker protections that we're seeing being advanced at the state, like, you know, paid leave, that paid leave program, or, you know, worker protections for other gigs. Uh, employees or, you know, non-traditional unionized employees like Amazon workers, um, that would not have happened if Minneapolis had not been for quite some time responsive to the needs of workers. And we simply can't defer action uh, when thousands of drivers, workers who, as you mentioned, provide a critical service for all of our residents here, working class people, when they're unable to pay their bills or buy groceries or be able to provide school supplies for their children. Um, that is something that we do not need to wait on the state for. We can take that action on Thursday, um, as we've done in the past with other crucial worker protections that have set um, a really crucial mandate for the state of being a worker-friendly, a union-friendly um, place in region. Minneapolis City Council Member Robin Wansley joining us, representing Ward 2, talking about an ordinance that would boost pay and make certain pay guarantees for uber and lyft drivers are there concerns that uber and lyft may pull out of the city if this is enacted you know i have heard at least from the oppositional letters that uber and lyft have submitted um as of now there has not been those threats um there's been the threat or uh concern that you mentioned of just wait until the state um, to take action, defer to uh, the task force that the governor uh, created in the wake of him vetoing um, the bill, which I do want to note, you know, the state house and state senate, which is the equivalent of our legislative body on city council, they passed this. It was the executive branch that vetoed it. And I'm hoping that we have the same outcome on Thursday where the legislative branch stands with workers this Thursday and that we aren't put in a place where the executive branch, which would be the case of Mayor Fry then using his veto power um, to stand with the corporate lobbyists um, who are coming in from California and saying that, you know, we shouldn't be um, meeting the, the needs of workers by making sure they're earning uh, minimum wages and making sure they're having, you know, basic worker protections that any worker deserves. Um, so, you know, I, I'm really excited for this Thursday. I'm excited about the work that we've put into getting this ordinance um, ready for a vote. Um, and I'm really grateful for the workers who I want to name. This is their sole income. This is their primary job. And they have missed many hours of pay that could go towards paying their rent and groceries to show up at City Hall uh, to show up at the Capitol to say elected officials, you should not be allowing corporate greed to have thousands of your workers, especially predominantly immigrant, black and brown women workers earn poverty wages. Um, so here's a moment for us to show up and stand with those workers who've had no choice but to organize and use these channels uh, to really get basic worker protections that I think anyone in this, this role as a public official should stand behind. And in Minneapolis, we have a history of doing that. Is there a concern on your part? Because certainly the, the, the naysayers, those who don't want to see this ordinance pass, say it's, it's going to make rides too expensive, that, that lower-income folks aren't going to be able to afford 
to use Uber or Lyft in the city. And, you know, I totally understand the fear. Of course, you know, people want to make sure that they can still use um, this crucial service and that they won't be priced out of it. Um, but I've also been very, you know, consistent in, in speaking with constituents who've raised those concerns justifiably is that that is a false dichotomy. That's a false, you know, narrative that Uber and Lyft and corporations before them and after them will continue to um, put out into the public when there's threats of regulation um, coming their way. Um, and there's no need for Uber and Lyft because it would be their decision if they decided to raise rates on a ride. Um, there's no need for that, um, you know, to pit drivers and riders and working class people against each other when they have more than enough profits to be able to pay their workers a $15 minimum wage, that minimum compensation, and they have more than enough profits uh, to then also keep rides very affordable um, so that people in low-income areas are disabled residents, um, working class people can keep um, utilizing the service. And I know this because I encourage residents to Google, like I've done myself, you know, in 2022, Uber and Lyft uh, collectively um, earned over $10 billion in, in revenue of, of profit. So access, surplus, we're talking about extra. Um, so they have more than enough revenue to be able to meet the needs of their drivers, which are those minimum compensations and basic worker protections, while also making sure that riders can still use this critical service. But to say that we can't pay drivers, um, you know, the minimum wage, they have to stick with poverty wages in order to keep rides affordable, that's a false choice. And I hope residents know uh, you do not need to buy into it. Uber and Lyft are a multi-billion dollar out-of-state corporation that can do both, and we should encourage them to do both. And nevertheless, we will encourage them to do both when we vote on this on Thursday and say that no worker in Minneapolis, whether you are in a unionized uh, workforce or if you're riding um, Uber or Lyft, will earn poverty wages in our city. Yeah, it, it, that argument came up when raising the minimum wage to fifteen dollars. Oh, it'll you'll be paying ten dollars for a Big Mac. You'll you know, n- no one will be able to afford to eat at McDonald's anymore. Well, we know that's not true. And that made me nervous too. That that made yeah. me nervous because I like my Big Mac every now and then. And as we've seen, you know, the minimal wage going up in select cities, because I'm going to highlight, you know, the federal minimum wage is still $7.25. But again, Minneapolis took this up and became the first uh, Midwestern city to pass a 15 minimum wage. And that helped to lift thousands, tens of thousands of working class people out of poverty. It stopped working class people from having to work two or three jobs to, you know, pay their rent. Um, so I'm glad that we set that premise. And the reason why you're paying, you know, for a Big Mac had nothing to do with that. As we've seen just, you know what, the past couple uh, months ago, eggs were the highest they've ever been. And it wasn't because of 15. <laughs> um, it was not for that. So I yeah. think we should always not buy into the false narrative. Or it's basically a boogeyman decoy for that corporations use. They use the same with child labor laws. There was a time period when corporations literally said, Let's keep kids in, in, you know, dangerous workplace conditions and not pay them. And we're even seeing other states pass, uh, you know, or roll back those child labor law protections. So and corporations are saying this is great for us. So I, we should never buy into the threats that corporations put out there, especially when it's promising doomsday, when we're literally saying 
as cities, as a regulatory body, we should end poverty wages. We should raise the threshold of standards for workers so that they can have safe and equitable conditions to work under. That that should be a non-negotiable. And I think in Minneapolis, based off of our past record, that does seem to be a non-negotiable, and we're advancing it with this ordinance. It falls in alignment with that presidency, and I'm really excited to be leading um, with my co-authors, Councilmember Chavez and Councilmember Osmond, um, to just, you know, raise the bar higher, again, for what we, uh, you know, say workers deserve in our city. Now, is there a spot where people can easily go if, if they want to read this ordinance and find out more? Is there is an easy place for people to check that out? Absolutely. They can actually go on my uh, webpage. Uh, if you Google, again, love Googling, you know, Robin Wansley Ward to City of Minneapolis. It actually is the first thing that's on my page <laughs> of giving the policy highlights. It also includes a link to the ordinance language. Um, you can also go on the City of Minneapolis website if you type in fair drive or uh, safe ride. Um, that will direct you also to a web page that has all of this information. Um, you can also uh, submit public comment there um, and, you know, provide feedback um, since we have passed the period of doing the public hearing that happened last Tuesday. Um, but folks can still submit public comment. Uh, we encourage, you know, residents to also show up this Thursday when we take a vote up or down. Um, and I'm confident that my colleagues will stand as they've done before with thousands of drivers, um, but they have the opportunity or residents have the opportunity to come to City Hall um, 9.30 this Thursday um, to see um, if we stand on the side of workers or if we stand on the side of corporate influence and corporate lobbyists coming in uh, from from California to tell us that workers should earn poverty wages. So um, those are some of the ways in which our residents can access information on this ordinance and also provide feedback, but also show up, too. Well, pleasure to visit with you this evening. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. Minneapolis Councilmember Robin Wansley representing Ward 2, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 